President Joe Biden concluding his press conference. I believe that was six questions that were asked. And I am left with nothing but numb. Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz, today. The President of the United States continued the conversation that we had to pull out of Afghanistan and end this war. He did not address the withdrawal in and of itself and the problems therein. He kept making conversation to the fact that we are working with the Taliban. He actually made the statement that Americans can get to the airport when it has been clearly reported, and you heard the questions that were asked, that Americans cannot get to the airport. They are being stopped from getting to the airport, to which he had no answer. He actually started this press conference by engaging in a greatest hits talking about how this was, quote, one of the largest and most difficult airlifts in history. Only the United States, he said, can accomplish this with this much precision. But it isn't precision. Now is it? And as to this line about difficulties getting to the airport from the president himself. Ramos, ABC. Thank you, Mr. President. Two questions for you. The military has secured the airport, as you mentioned, but will you sign off on sending U.S. troops into Kabul to evacuate Americans who haven't been able to get to the airport safely? We have no indication that they haven't been able to get in Kabul through the airport. We've made an agreement with the, with the Taliban thus far. They've allowed them to go through. It's in their interest for them to go through. So we know of no circumstance where American citizens are carrying an American passport or trying to get through to the airport. But we will do whatever. He isn't watching Clarissa Ward on CNN. Even I'm watching Clarissa Ward on CNN. They can't get through. He doesn't answer the question from NPR. Can the president confirm that all Americans are getting through the Taliban blockades? If you can't confirm that, you mean to say that Americans cannot get through. He touted that he has been speaking to our allies, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Angela Merkel, the Chancellor of Germany. But Boris Johnson called early Monday morning and he responded late Tuesday night, 36 hours later, to the point where the UK Parliament has held President Biden in contempt. He would have been better off not doing this press conference. He wants to sell the idea that we have finished up the war. There was no more point to be in Afghanistan. As we have been discussing, and we're the only people saying it, he's legacy shopping. He did this for his legacy, to end the war. That's the only thing he can see. Everything else, well, look, this was going to happen no matter what. He did that line again. He doubled down on the idea that chaos was absolutely positively going to happen again. There was no question. There was no doubt. It was going to happen. you You could not avoid it in any way, shape, or form. Let me bring in Congressman Jim Banks from the Indiana 3rd District, who has been very outspoken, a man who has served in the U.S. military himself and has served in these areas. You, uh, I appreciate you taking, by the way, a couple minutes from a, from a quick uh, a bit of time off. Uh, you just heard the President of the United States, sir, your thoughts. 
Well, Tony, the, I, I thought the president would come and appear before the American people and announce that he was he was uh, changing his team. He was firing General Milley, firing Secretary Austin for their their poor leadership uh, on the national stage. Instead, the president of the United States of America came came out in a press conference and doubled down and said that what's happened this crisis that's happening in Afghanistan, uh, it was, as he put it, it was, it was inevitable. This was inevitable. Even though a week ago they, he told us that, that this was unlikely to happen, now he and his team are saying that it was inevitable. He did exactly the opposite of what I thought he could and should do in this moment, and, and, I'm, and I'm furious about it. One of the things that he stated, and it seems to be a constant conversation now that he's done it twice, I should, I'll call it twice as opposed to a constant conversation, he is discussing whether or not we should have been in the war anymore in Afghanistan and does not address the withdrawal. I consider that to be the problem, that he's on one subject and we are all on another uh, subject. Did it come across to you that he was trying to take a victory lap? I don't know if I would call it that. I mean, I, it, it's one of the, the moments, uh, a very clear, distinctive moment where we realize the emperor is wearing no clothes, Tony, you're, to your point. I mean, the rest of the country, the rest of the world is looking at this uh, hasty retreat from Afghanistan by a, by a commander in chief and his military leaders who had no plan to get Americans out of the country. They, the, the, big, the big thing that history is going to show is the, the most tragic mistake of all of this was was pulling out of the Bagram Air Base in the middle of the night a month ago, leaving behind a major asset and airstrip that we would have needed to evacuate Americans, proving that there was never a plan. And when, when the president just minutes ago appeared before the American people again, he concedes that even though that he's call, saying what happened was inevitable, it was going to happen, they never had a plan to get Americans out of Afghanistan. The debate about whether or not to leave Afghanistan is a settled debate. I mean, that's a, that's a, Donald Trump was for leaving Afghanistan. Joe Biden was for leaving Afghanistan. That 70 percent of the American people were for leaving Afghanistan. That's a settled debate. What, what, the, what the crisis at hand in this moment of failed leadership uh, from the very top of our, of, our, of our government, by our commander in chief, is about how they did it and the mess that they created that's going to cause a disaster, I believe. I think, I, I really believe that this is a crisis and a disaster is going to have ramifications for a long time to come. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, one of the things President Biden said is that we're acting with dispatch. The idea that it's one of the most, one of the largest and most difficult airlifts in history. Only the United States can accomplish this with this much precision. But you heard repeated questions, including from NPR, uh, that it's clear that Americans are not able to get through the blockades that the Taliban has set up. The question for you, sir, the question for Congress, is Congress simply going to stand by and not allow Americans to get home? I, I sure hope not. Uh, and, and many of us are, are pushing uh, just for that. This needs to be our top priority. This is a disaster, and it could get even worse if Americans are killed because of what's going on there. And that, that needs to be, that's the pressing issue at the moment. The, the, the issue, this isn't a time for Joe Biden to come out and, and defend uh, getting out of Afghanistan. That's not the point. The point is how do you get an estimated 12 to 20,000 Americans out of a very dangerous situation that would have been a lot easier to evacuate them, uh, a lot simpler to evacuate them out of the Bagram air base that they vacated in the middle of the night a month ago. Instead, we're left to the 
to the the the, the public uh, airport in Kabul. I mean, by the way, Tony, I spent a lot of time at at that that airport. I spent a lot of time at Bagram. I mean, th- these are places that I served just. Uh, not that long ago, 2014 and 15, I tell you that the Bagram Air Base would have been the perfect place to evacuate not just Americans, but to get all of our equipment out of there instead of seeing it fall in the hands of the Taliban and, and from there being uh, uh, perhaps even uh, fall into the hands of even worse groups like ISIS or al-Qaeda. So there doesn't seem to be there, – there obviously wasn't a plan to get Americans evacuated. There also wasn't a plan to uh, recover all of our military equipment that's going to empower the Taliban, the Taliban and some of the groups that they're giving safe haven to, or they will give safe haven to in the country under their control. So that's what this needs to be about. You didn't hear the president talk about any of that. Instead, you heard him give a scripted speech and then take questions from a pre-selected list and pre-approved questions from his friends in the mainstream media. That's all you heard in this press conference. Instead of of the opportunity for the media to actually challenge this president and ask him the, the real questions that have got to be answered. How are they going to evacuate uh, uh, Americans out of this country? So you see the you see video, Tony, of the British and the French breaking the Taliban blockade and going out and doing that for their people. But then you have Secretary Austin and General Milley saying that, uh, that, that America can't – we don't have – I think it was uh, Secretary Austin said America doesn't have the capability – to go out and rescue Americans who are trapped in Afghanistan. We have the most powerful military in the world, and we can't go do that. But you see video of the British and the French who are going out there and doing that to save their and people. And one of the other things, shameful. One of the other things that President Biden said is that we are with our allies and nobody is looking at us, and I'm paraphrasing here, nobody is looking at us askew. Uh, Noah Rothman, who will be joining us in a little bit uh, from Commentary Magazine and NBC News, uh, quoting Jennifer Griffin of a Fox News Channel saying, quote, this is an alternate reality that was just presented from the White House. As you know it, sir, are our allies fine with us or has Joe Biden created a serious rift with those we're supposed to be friends with? I think it's worse than a, a serious rift. I, I don't even understand why he would make the comment that he did unless it's just a completely defensive uh, comment that's responding to what he knows to be true and what, what many of us have been saying. Joe Biden has done more to diminish America's uh, reputation around the world in, in one moment. And, and one day, and really, really in this situation, than any president that I can think of in modern history, and that's a that's a diminishment of America's reputation, our role in the world. Um, after four years of them attacking Donald Trump because he was holding NATO's feet to the fire, so that our NATO allies would pony up more money, and they gave they acted like uh, Donald Trump was was uh, putting our relationship with our NATO allies in disrepair, even though he made NATO stronger because of it. That's what they attacked him for for four years. And in one instant, Joe Biden has diminished our, our, the respect that we have uh, among our allies, our most important allies, who, who will wonder, I believe, especially as for as long as Joe Biden is in the White House, whether or not they can trust the United States to be there when they need them to be there. That, that's, a, that's a diminishment of respect that I've never seen a, 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 at the hands of any president that I can think of in American history. Congressman Jim Banks, before I let you go, in 30 seconds, sir. Um, it's the on-the-spot question, but it is the only question. Will the Republican Party move in any way, shape, or form to remove President Biden from office? Uh, you know, I, I, at this point, Tony, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 
my, my question is whether or not this man is capable of leading. Uh, is he capable of being the commander in chief? And, and to me, he's clearly answered that question in the last six days that he's not I, I, appearing before uh, bef- appearing before the American people just moments ago and reading a speech and taking pre-selected questions. You also, we've also seen video coming out of the George Stephanopoulos interview that's sort of pieced together. And you can tell that the most embarrassing parts have been scripted out uh, at the request of the of the White House. So there, there are a lot of, a lot of questions that we have, Tony. I mean, the reality is that we don't have the majority in the Congress. Even if we did act to remove a president, the Republicans don't have the numbers to do it. But there are greater questions that the American people are asking and will be asking in the days to come. Congressman Jim Banks, I appreciate you taking the time. We've got more on Joe Biden's press conference. What a thing. This is Tony Katz today.